The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings so they can maintain a healthy weight without deprivation or complicated meal plans. And I'm Mary Preston, and I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a life coach, and I am the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. I help healthcare professionals reverse their burnout using my three-phase Goodbye Burnout process. And if that sounds like you, you should jump into the same Goodbye to Burnout free Facebook group where we share information, provide each other with support, and work together to heal the healthcare profession. And if you have any questions about any of our programs, the podcast, anything about health and wellness, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group. All right, everybody, on to our topic of the day, which is using food planning as buffering. Hmm. 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 In this episode, <laughs> we will talk about how we use food planning to distract ourselves from our negative emotions in our lives. All right, you guys. So for me, food has always been a comfort. My family grew up eating meals together, cooked by my mom. Mm -hmm. Every night we would sit together and we'd talk about our day. And I always felt so loved and taken care of at those times. So of course, whenever I felt anxious, angry, sad, or bored, I reached for food as a comfort. Maybe I couldn't have the full experience with my family surrounding me, but I could have a little reminder of the love and satisfaction that I felt during those meals. Now, I was never skinny as a child because we ate good, nutritious food. Then, as many, of you have, as many of you have experienced, I remember talking about my weight and worrying about how big I was back even when I was in elementary school, which is ridiculous. Right. I remember trying on my friend's clothes and being so upset that they didn't fit because she was smaller than me, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So the good food that I was eating didn't allow me to be what was culturally accepted at that time as beautiful. Um, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s, it was the stick thin models, right? Mm -hmm. So they were all like really bony and thin and had small busts. And let me be clear, there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you look like, like all, all the power to you. Um, I, however, did not look like that. My natural body shape is kind of like sporty, muscular and soft and... So I did not look like the popular models of the day. And so I received the message that I was supposed to change what I was eating in order to be thinner. Probably sounds very familiar to a lot of you. Yeah, definitely. So have you ever been on a diet? <laughs> My guess <laughs> is that most of the folks listening to this podcast have. Yeah. Do you ever notice what happens when you take away your comfort food? We've talked about emotional eating before. All of a sudden, you're experiencing your emotions, and your go-to, your snacks, and your comfort food has been taken away. So now you're super cranky. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but nobody taught me to do what nobody taught me what to do with those emotions when I was younger. 
So I sought out all the advice, right? I'm sure you guys have been here where it's like, oh, you know, I'm taking away all this food that brings me joy. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? Because I can't have it, which at that time, like the advice was to distract yourself, right? So you like find healthy snacks, go for Mm -hmm. a walk, do some exercise, read a good book. Right. And, you know, these are actually pretty great ideas. They're not terrible ideas on their own. But let's call them what they are when we use them in order to not feel those negative emotions, right? Those are just buffers. Mm -hmm. Anything to fill that void, to stuff down those emotions, to make sure I didn't feel any discomfort, those things are buffers. Yeah. So let's talk about food planning. Tell me if you've ever done this. You've gone on another diet. You've decided that you no longer eat breakfast or carbs or meat or whatever it is. So your favorite food is off the menu. Now you're bored. (laughs) You don't like your job. It's overwhelming. You're overworked and you have a mountain of paperwork, right? Normally you'd reach for a candy bar, like a bag of chips, but right now you're dieting. And again, nobody ever taught me how to feel those emotions. So what are you supposed to do? I remember doing this so many times. Sorry, uh, Mona Smoot, principal at Red Hill Elementary School, Um, (laughs) but I'd fire up the Google. (laughs) <laughs> right. Oh gosh. <laughs> working at the school and I'd be bored and right. My normal go-to was like chips, crackers, cookies, something in the, you know, in the office, you know, one of the ladies always brought in some food in the office. And when I don't have that available or when I didn't have that available, I would fire up the Google and I'd start thinking about what I was going to make for dinner. Hmm. And I didn't know that I was doing this, but for years I focused on the planning of food as a distractor. And, you know, so, so pay attention if you've ever done this. I researched healthy diets. I researched recipes. I learned about what vitamins are in different foods. I learned about probiotics, about fermenting foods, about gardening. I spent hours and hours and hours learning about food. I could like have my PhD in recipes. <laughs> Like so, oh my gosh, so much information, right? Yeah. So does that resonate with any of you listening? <laughs> right? Do you spend all of your time thinking about quote unquote healthy food? I had simply swapped emotional eating with emotional emotional food planning. So in those moments, drooling, planning, researching, I was using food to create the feeling of satisfaction and comfort. I was using the planning as one more way of distracting myself from what was really going on in my life. And until I learned how to feel negative emotions, it wouldn't matter what I did, right? I could diet, I could binge, I could exercise, I could drink alcohol, I could sleep all day, stay awake into the wee hours. Until I learned how to feel negative emotions, I was always at the mercy of the next thing to make me feel better. So I'd like to hear from all of you. Are you using food planning as a replacement for emotional eating? So definitely jump into the Facebook group, drop us a note, let us know what you're up to. So now what? Yeah. Right. You, are you, probably most of us are doing it. <laughs> I still do it sometimes. I'll jump on the Google and I'll look up food. So we're going to drop you five tips on how to stop uh-huh. using food planning. Sweet. To buffer your emotions. So tip number one, pay attention. We always want to jump to the solution. So if I'm using food planning as a buffer, what do I do to fix it, right? Like I just want to get rid of it. 
Mm-hmm. But first, do nothing. Just pay attention. Go through your day. Notice what behaviors you're using to mask the negative emotions. You can't do anything about it until you recognize it. Number two is to plan ahead. And as I was writing that, I was like, that sounds ridiculous, right? Because I'm talking about food planning (laughs) is the behavior that we're looking at changing. Right. Um, So it sounds hilarious, but hear me out. If you look ahead in the week, plan out your dinners, you make the decision ahead of time, right? So like you put a time aside in your week to do the planning, you put it on the schedule, then there is no reason to spend all of your free time researching recipes. It's already decided. Mm-hmm. One of the wonderful things about um, weekly planning for food meals, it's just like, instead of earning my PhD in recipes, I could earn my PhD in something else. Right. So much time. Mm-hmm. Like an actual PhD. Like an actual PhD. Mm-hmm. I should see if I can get a, if I can earn a, an honorary PhD for all of the research. For- meal planning. So number three, pay attention to what comes up. Every time you take away a buffer, food, technology, exercise, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, candy, instead of moving to the next one, just see what comes up for you and write it down. Mm -hmm. And then number four, we've talked about this many times, teach yourself how to feel emotions. Um, I'm going to provide for you the allowing your emotions worksheet that we provided in episode 14. And I'll also put the link to episode 14 because we kind of walk you through um, exactly how to start allowing your emotions. Super important, right? Because you're going to feel some discomfort when you take away the things that, you know, you're using to stuff them down. Mm-hmm. And then number five, as always, remember your why. So for so long, I was caught up in dieting, binging, and buffering, looking outside of me to feel better. I used healthy eating, CrossFit, and talking about health to distract myself from my life. Right? None of those things are bad, but I just wasn't paying attention. And now I am. And it's really important to me to be in charge of my own life, not to let others dictate how to live it, but to be fully present through the whole thing. So that's my why. Let us know what your why is. Kisa, what's your why? My why is definitely geared towards my daughter. I would mm. say at this moment. I mean, I know that my why has definitely changed over time, but at the moment right now is uh, just to be a great influence and teach my daughter just healthy habits. And yeah, I just want her to grow up to be healthy and have a like, you know, great relationship with food and all that. So no, I love it. Definitely my daughter. Everybody out there, write down your why. Send it to us. We want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, friends. That's all we've got for you today. Talking about food planning as buffering. I hope that made sense. Thanks for being awesome as always and listening in. And tune into our next episode where we talk about standing up for yourself in the workplace, which I think is really important. Yes. Uh, if you'd like to know more about us and if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. You can contact me at my website at www.maryalisepreston.com or Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com. That's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. 
And if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. Please share. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible. And we need your help to get our message out. Yes. And if you enjoy the show, we would love it if you would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Just go to iTunes, search for the podcast page. It'll show up. And then you hit the tab for ratings and reviews. Click on write a review. And that's it. Super helpful. Helps us show up in the lists when people do searches. Yeah. People can find us. People can find us. And we need you to find us. Okay. (laughs) That's it. Bye, everyone. Bye.